0: Hey, Buffalo, welcome to the Marching Show. Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to Lockdown Blue Jackets, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. No Hayden today, he is gallivanting around New York, having fun, being on vacation. Uh, But I'm here to give you the good, the bad and the ugly about your favourite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, And they actually are my favourite team at the minute, because guess what? They didn't blow a five goal lead. They didn't blow the third period. They stepped on the neck of the Buffalo Sabres and they twisted the knife. And I'm mixing my metaphors here, but that was a great game. Like, that was a really fun game. And I wasn't even ruined by the fact that the Blue Jackets gave up, you know. What was it? Three goals in the third period? Don't care because they scored nine whole goals and I'm proud of them. Uh, Before we get into the game, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms. You can find us on YouTube and you can find us on SiriusXM. I also have to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more because right now new customers are going to get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. It's $150 if your team wins. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. I didn't put money on the Blue Jackets winning this game, but maybe I should have because uh, it didn't start great. Daniil Tarasov allowing a goal 30 seconds in on what was, I believe, the the first shot of the game for either goalie. Uh, But then after that, the Blue Jackets scored, what, five, six unanswered goals Um, and just a real solid game. From the Blue Jackets, Uh, they outshot the Sabers. Denzel Tarasov still a little bit shaky, four goals on twenty-nine shots. But hey, sometimes the Blue Jackets outscore their problems. Not often, but sometimes. Um, Love to see Johnny Gaudreau get a goal. Love to see Adam Fantilli get a goal. Uh, Karel Marchenko with a natural hat trick in like eight minutes of game time after um, extremely funny. Uh, okay, uh, instance where he scored a goal the goalie got pulled and uh, then apparently Kuro Marchenko was like I don't care who's in that, I'll score on anyone, I'll score on your dad uh, and he scored again 18 seconds later on the new goalie uh, Erica Branson with a goal that's his third goal of the season uh, he's currently on pace for like 30 points which is very funny, uh, he's got 10 points on the season right now Uh, or 11 points, excuse me, on the season right now, uh, unless he had another assist. No, so 11 points on the season, three goals, eight assists. His career high is 17. So he's six points away, and he still has, like, 50 games left. Uh, Obviously, left the game uh, after blocking a shot, Hopefully he's not like hopefully it's not broken is, is what I'll say about that. Because I feel like the Blue Jackets have seen so many blocked, shot, broken foot, ankle, whatever injuries. Um and honestly, Erica Branson's not playing terribly at the minute. So like it would suck if he was injured and had to, you know, miss a significant amount of time. Um but it's it's all about Machenko. This this um not this episode, I want to talk about some other people as well, but, like, this segment, like, Kromarchenko had a really slow start to the season. Um, So if I could just pull up the the game logs. So he didn't score his first goal until November 2nd against Tampa Bay. Uh, He had uh, three assists in the first two games and then went pointless. In five games, uh, I believe was a healthy scratch after that. And then went on a five-game point streak. And then very recently has just decided, actually, I'm going to have a bunch of goals. And uh, he's on 13 goals on the season right now. uh, 21 points in total uh which i believe is only five off his um off his season high if i can pull that up as well uh four points off his career high um in his rookie season last year he had 21 goals four assists right now he's on 13 goals and eight assists so he's already beaten last uh high for assists uh and is eight goals away from his um career high which again is 21 so I'm not sure what he's on pace for I could probably find out but he just that Russian line is I had some I had some worries about it or not worries I had concerns isn't right either but I questioned how good they were going to be um offensively uh, defensively excuse me I thought they would be fine offensively um, and they are, obviously, uh, Igor Igoshinikov just uh, had his goal-scoring streak snapped, I believe, at four games, but that's still very impressive. Uh, Marchenko on pace for 26 goals right now, but that's not counting tonight's Three-goal attempt. So, uh, hopefully, that will be even more once um, NHL.com and Elite Prospects and everything updates all of their stuff, but... He might be a 30 goal scorer for the Blue Jackets this season, and that would be really, really good news for the Blue Jackets because they haven't had a 30 goal scorer in a minute. Uh, it might, it might even have been two, three seasons since they last had a 30 goal scorer. Um, I'm gonna look this up actually. Um, Last season, uh, Boone Jenner had the high with 26. The season before, Bjorkstrand had the high with 28. Going all the way back to the 2020 season, uh, the high was 18 with uh, Bjorkstrand. The 2019-2020 season, which got cut short due to COVID, again, Alfie Bjorkstrand led the team with 21 goals. Cam Atkinson had 41 goals in the 2018-19 season. That's the last time a Blue Jackets player had more than 30 goals. And uh, Marchenko might might hit that if he keeps scoring like this and if he keeps playing on that line with Voronkov with, um, and Jinakov, who uh, have, again, somehow turned into the best line for the Blue Jackets. I think other players had really, really good games, but that line is just it feels dangerous every single time they're on the ice and it's a little bit kind of chaotic and it's a little bit I don't know who's going to allow more scoring chances because I don't I still don't know that they're like amazing defensively um Marchenko is all goal scoring um so is Chinikov, uh Vronkov kind of Sits in between those two guys and kind of stabilizes that line and mean and you know is passing the puck, uh, which is again really, really great, really, really fun. Um, pulling up the forward lines for tonight's game, uh, they were out course eight to 13, but hey, like I said, they don't ask how, they ask how many. Um, and that line had three goals tonight, technically two goals, um because one of Marchenko's was on the power play. So that doesn't technically count as a um that doesn't really count as a goal for that line, but I'm counting it because I would like to. Um, I don't know. I'm just it's I'm just having a lot of fun watching that line. Um, hopefully they keep it up. Do I think it's sustainable that they're shooting at like this higher percentage? Probably not, but it's a good line. It's a solid line. Um, Again, I am continually eating my words on Dmitry Voronkov, who has kind of hit a little bit of a slump at the minute, Um, didn't record a point in this game, I don't think, Um, but is still... A, a decent pivot between the two, uh, quote-unquote, snipers for this uh, for this line. If the Blue can figure out any other line, then suddenly this team looks extremely dangerous, and I think they might be in the process of figuring out what that line is, and I'll tell you what that line is in just a second. The weather is getting colder, but the NFL offers are staying hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers are going to get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That is $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. Literally, all you have to do is go and find the heaviest favorite you can. Put five bucks on that Moneyline bet, and uh, if they win, you will get $150 in bonus bets that you can use on spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on off the NFL season, or continue kicking off the NFL season, uh, because there's, what, like four games left per team, I think. Uh, Once again, fanduel.com slash locked on, Fanduel, official partner of the NFL. back to Locked on Blue Jackets. Uh, thank you for making us your first listen every day. And uh, I want to talk about Johnny Goodrow because Johnny Goodrow has looked better and better every time I've seen him play for the last maybe three weeks or so. He hasn't been getting the points. He hasn't been getting the, the goals. Tonight he had his first three-point game of the season. Um He is... He scored and had uh, two assists He had a three-point first period. Uh, opening goal and then two primary assists on Fantilli's goal and Marchenko's power play goal. He's up to 14 assists. Uh, so he's up to 20 points on the season. So he's still got a ways to go, I think. But it's looking more and more like Johnny Gaudreau is back. Um, and I think a, a not insignificant part of that is is who he's playing with. I think Fantilli has been very good with Gaudreau. I'm still not convinced that Danforth is the answer as, as the third person on that line. But, hey, it seems to be working right now. Um, like I said... Uh, Gaudreau assisted on Fantilli's goal. Fantilli assisted on Gaudreau's goal. Two point nine for Fantilli, three point nine for Gaudreau. They might have something there. I still want them to put Kent Johnson on uh, on that line. I I think Johnson and Gaudreau play well together. I think Fantilli and Johnson play well together, and we're seeing that Fantilli and Gaudreau are playing well together. Um, once Fantelli figures out how to win face-offs consistently, like watch out the rest of the league because he's he's coming. Face time's still a little bit low. Uh, Fantilli Fantelli played 1430, Cadro played 1422, but I suspect at least part of that is because of uh, penalty minutes, because the Blue Jackets took Three straight penalties, so they had, like, six, four minutes of penalty kill to get through. Fantilli doesn't play on the penalty kill. Good doesn't play on the penalty kill. Um, Danforth does, which is why Danforth, uh, I believe, led all Blue Jackets forwards in ice time at the minute. Yes. Um, which looks bad at first, and then you think about it, and you're like, oh, actually, no, this does, this does make sense. Um again, still want to see Fantilli get more ice time, want to see Gaudreau get more, want to see Ken Johnson get more, had two points, was a plus two, um, and only had 1354. Uh, he was 100% on his face-offs, which I think means he probably took a face-off and won it. But that's another guy that uh, I want to talk about in a, in a little bit, actually, because he has been kind of similar to Gaudreau. Obviously, he went down to the AHL. He was there for, what, a month or so, I think. Tore the AHL up, came back up, and looked good, but wasn't scoring, wasn't getting the points, wasn't getting the ice time. Had a really great game uh, against the Maple Leafs. Uh, Had had that game-winning goal. um, Had his first career three-point night, I believe. And then, again, had two points tonight. He's got, what's that, five points in his last three games at least. Uh, I don't remember if he had points against uh, New Jersey, but he just continues to impress. um, And I'm getting very similar vibes to, I think he's a flashier, more talented Oliver Bjorkstrand. I think Oliver Bjorkstrand is one of the more underrated players in the league, um, he didn't record anything against uh, New Jersey. So hey, that's still five points, including three goals in his last three games. He's he's ready. He's good. Put him with Gaudreau and and Fantilli. Like he deserves it. We deserve it. The fans like that's that's what I want, Pascal. If you're not going to play David Juracek, then at least give me this. But um there was obviously there were things that I didn't like as much in this game. It wasn't all perfect. Like I said, I think Tarasov needed to be a little bit better. Um, Disappointing to allow a power play goal. Um, I'm not sure where the blue jackets stand in terms of that right now in terms of special teams. But again, if they score one power play goal and allow one power play goal on the night, like I'm, I'm, pretty okay with that i think uh the power play is currently sitting 25th in the league so it has climbed a little bit i know the penalty girl had dipped recently um they're seventh in the league right now so like definitely could be definitely could be worse you know um and then you know you look at the teams above them new york vegas philadelphia uh, Dallas, Los Angeles, uh, Boston, all significantly above 500 in points percentage. Um, the only other team below 500 in the top 10 for penalty kill is the Calgary Flames, and they're sitting at 10th. Um, so, like I said, the penalty kill is probably regressing to the mean a little bit, but I also think the power play is. Great to see Marchenko get a power play goal. Um would like to see Tarasov be a little bit better um and this is not like i'm not worried about Tarasov this is his his second straight start which i don't know that i would have made that choice especially because he seemed to struggle against new jersey um but he had a pretty solid first couple of uh periods made 18 had 18 shots and made i think 16 saves in the in the first per- in the first two periods um it was no one 17 saves on 18 shots in the first two periods and then um allowed two two goals in the second the third period on uh 11 shots ended up allowing um 20, uh, excuse me, he did allow 12, uh, two goals in the first two periods. I can't count, but four goals on 29 shots is not amazing. He was the best goalie there that night, uh, just because of, uh, Devon, Levi allowing four goals on 20 shots, I think, and then, uh, Uka uh, allowing, Another five goals on the remaining 14 shots that the Blue Jackets had, I believe, is is how that breakdown went. So tough to complain about Tarasov at a game like this where the Blue Jackets were basically scoring at will. But I would still like to see him be a little better. And I think it'll come. I do. I think, uh, you know, this is what his first two starts in literally, I think, eight months. Or something like that. And um, I don't remember when he got shut down specifically. I feel like it was the, Mar- the start of March. He got shut down at the end of last season, so he hasn't played competitive, meaningful hockey since March. And arguably, you could say that he wasn't even playing it there in March, but it'll come. It will. I would like to see him in Cleveland, but if they put him on... He, he's not waivers eligible anymore. If they put him on waivers, they risk losing him. I get it. I get what's going on here. Um, I'll be interested to see who starts the next game for the Blue Jackets, uh, which I believe is the Leafs again, which that's annoying. <laughs> As someone who hates watching their team play the Leafs, it's It's bad. Out here. Um, oh no, they're playing Washington. Even worse. Um, so Thursday, December twenty-first, Columbus is uh, playing Washington at Nationwide Arena, I believe. I'll be interested to see who starts that game because the Blue Jackets uh, have lost both of their games against Washington so far this year: uh, two to one and four to three. Um, I believe Elvis was in net for one of those games, if I can find out. Yeah, Elvis was in net for at least the first game where he was, again, excellent, but they couldn't figure out how to score. And uh, the other game, I believe, was also um, Elvis. Yes. So Elvis has played both games against them. So do they play Elvis again? Do they play Spencer Martin um, rolling three goalies is, is not stressful, but it's not what I would choose to do. I understand that the hand has kind of been forced a little bit, but if if I get into goalies now, then I'll be here, I'll be here all night. So what we're going to do is we'll take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk a little bit about goaltending. First thing I'm going to tell you guys about sleeper because uh Krolmachenko could score 50 goals the blue jackets could hoist the stanley cup and you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on sleeper the official daily fantasy app of the Lockdown nhl network sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with sleeper you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests uh you know if you take in krolmachenko this week uh pick the over in goals probably would have won a little bit of money. Entries can be made in under a minute. They've got a really great uh, like group chat functionality, so you can connect with other fans. All you have to do is pick whether guys like uh, Marchenko, Goudreau, Fantilli will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus minus, and more in a given game. To win 100 times your money on sleeper, all you need to do is correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You can win a hundred times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code Locked On NHL and you'll get up to a one hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code Locked On NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Okay, let's talk goaltending. Um, because I don't know how much how long they're gonna be able to roll three goalies like this, because Elvis is playing well. Spencer Martin has kind of flagged a little bit since that kind of hot start that he had. Tarasov is a young developing goalie. Ideally, you want all three of them to be playing, but you know, you you don't want to risk losing Tarasov on waivers. You don't want to risk losing Martin on waivers. A lot of people are making noise about trading Elvis and rolling uh, Tarasov and Martin as your two goalies. I don't see that happening. The Blue Jackets aren't going to be able to trade Maslikans, I don't think, unless they take an equally uh, debilitating goalie contract back. Because, you know, a lot of people are like, hey, send him to Edmonton. Well, Edmonton's going to want to send Jack Campbell back the other way. Send him to... I don't know. Send him to New Jersey. Well vanacek's probably going to come back the other way vanacek's contract is not as bad as as jack campbell's but you see you see where i'm coming with this you can't trade elvis and roll those two goalies because they're going to send a goalie back unless you know yavaka and manages to work some kind of magic so for better or worse you're stuck with three goalies at the minute and i don't know if they're trying to see what they have in tarasov before they move martin i don't know if their plan is to try and sneak tarasov through waivers at some point, or sneak Martin through waivers. I don't know if the plan is to trade Elvis, which I think a lot of people wanted that at the start of the season. I think some people still want that now, despite the fact that he has been far and away their best goalie. Um, you know, he he was excellent. Not now excellent. He was, he was very good against Toronto, despite the fact that the team decided that they didn't want to win that game. Um, he's been he's been great this season, Con- considering what they got from Elvis last season. Right now, he's got a nine oh nine save percentage and a three point one nine goals against average. I don't know what more you want from from a guy like Melikian's who was statistically the worst goalie in the league last season. You know he has leaps and bounds better than he was, and I'm. Fascinated by why that is. Is it a confidence thing? Is it a defensive thing? Um, My guess would not be defense, just because all of the fancy stats say that the Blue Jackets have kind of been horrendous defensively. They've been pretty good offensively, and the goaltending has been good, which means that the reason they're losing games must be the defense. But is it the new goaltending coach? Is it is it um, Nicholas Backstrom? Is that what's causing this you know resurgence of Elvis? But point step point still stands. Elvis has been the best goalie. For the Blue Jackets, unless you count Jet Greaves, um, who went one and one, made 71 of 76 saves, and uh, only allowed five goals in his two starts for the Blue Jackets. um, Not last week, but the week before when he was up uh, on on emergency. I don't know what the answer is here. Like, of, of the goalies that the Blue Jackets have, I probably would choose to move Spencer Martin but I understand that they probably don't want to move him until they know what they've got with Tarasov. Is Tarasov healthy? Has he still got it? Can he be an NHL goalie in this league? And I think he can, but they're kind of playing a waiting game right now. I don't think they want to risk moving Martin and then having um, Tarasov fall apart again, either like in terms of playing or in terms of injury. And then, you know, they have to haul Jack Greaves out of the AHL, where he has been playing extremely well and is a big reason why the Cleveland Monsters are having so much success uh, at the start of the season. There's just a lot of moving parts, the goalies, in, in Columbus right now. And I'm not sure that there is an answer, but I'm pretty sure the answer, like for me anyway, the answer probably would not have been play Tarasov tonight. I would have probably played Elvis tonight. Um because elvis i believe didn't even dress against new jersey i believe it was tarasov being backed up by martin today tarasov or yesterday i guess technically when when you're listening to this slash watching this um it was tarasov backed up by elvis uh, against um buffalo so i'll be interested to see who plays and who dresses against washington like Theoretically, it should be Elvis backed up by Martin or Martin backed up by Elvis. I would like to think it's probably going to be Elvis, but I just I just don't know. Um, Overall, great game. A lot of fun. Had a lot of fun watching that game. Um, And if the Blue Jackets aren't going to compete for the playoffs this season, the least they can do, in my opinion, is be fun. And that's what they were. They were fun. I enjoyed that game. A little bit stressful but they didn't blow a five-goal lead and, and force me to watch overtime again. So, hey, baby steps. You know, there's, there's a silver lining everywhere. That's all I've got for you today. Um, I'll be back tomorrow as we take a look at uh, the game against Washington. We'll do a little bit of a preview. We'll see who's playing well in Washington. Uh, we'll probably speculate some more on goaltending and uh, hopefully have an update on Eric Branson's injury. I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the show at LO underscore bluejackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Uh, find us on podcast platforms, YouTube, SiriusXM. I feel like I said that twice, but it's fine. Uh I appreciate you guys being every day is. And hopefully, until tomorrow, you will all stay locked on.